This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Kia everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast The Arenality. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. The Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. In this episode, we have a really good friend of mine, Darshini Jayakumar. She is Malaysian Indian, um, she's in her final semester of psychology, and um, I've been friends with her for so long, so I'm really excited to have here, have her here today with me. Kia ora, Darshini. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> Not the best. Um, so working from home, but it's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you are somewhere really um, exciting Sorry. in your life because you're in your final semester. It's mm. my final semester at uni, because um, I'm finishing up my degree in psychology, so yeah. that was exciting. I'm really excited. I mean, I mean it's about time, like, <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> I'm sure you're really looking forward to end it. Yeah, yeah I am. Starting new... <laughs> like, yeah. But then, like, I think, um, yeah, it's, uni's fun. I like uni. Yeah, you'll miss uni, though. Like, yeah. yeah. You'll miss being able to... Work is fun, but, like, it's not like uni. No. It's, like, your social time is different. Like, yeah. mm, well, <laughs> well, we'll talk a lot about that. Um, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah, I will. Okay, so, hi, everyone. So, I'm Dashini, and I'm from Malaysia. And um, so, my parents um, immigrated from Malaysia from 2009, and I've been living in Dunedin ever since. So um, we came here, yeah, so we came here in 2009, and it's been around, like, 14 years since I've been in Dunedin Exhibition. So it's been a really, really long time. So I'm really excited to get out of uni and Dunedin. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And then, yeah, so I'm at uni. It's my final year. Um, I did do a Bachelor of Law, but then I did drop out of it and then so and picked up psychology. So, yeah. But yeah, that's that's all about it. (laughs) That's a very good intro, and we have so much to talk about, like your cultural identity, what it's like growing up in New Zealand, being Malaysian Indian, and also um, dropping out of law school. I think that's like that must have been like a big part of your life, and like look at yeah, yeah, look at where you are now. Yeah, and I was super young as well when I got into uni. Like exactly, like now I'm like twenty one. When I got into uni, I was like 17. So I was so young. That is so young. Of course, you're going to, you know, make choices like, that you yeah. weren't expecting. Like, figure out where you want to be and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so maybe let's start with that, you know. So okay. you started uni at the age of 17. That's very young. 17, yeah. So like 2017 um, was when I started 
no, actually, yeah, it was in 2018. It was when I started um, uni, but I was 17 years old when I started uni. And I was like, yeah, so I never really had, like, I don't want to say goals, but <laughs> I never had, like, any, like, thought of what I actually want to get into. When I, when I, but I knew that I had to go to uni, but I just didn't know what to do. And I knew I liked – so in school we did, like, health education. Um, so it's just about, like, it's kind of, like, what, similar to what we learn in psychology, but it's more into, like, um, I don't know. I, I don't Like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's more, like, about more into mental health and your well-being and everything. And you ha- and they talk about, like, the like the kōpapa and all the, you know, the Māori, Marae mm. models, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I did that. And then I was, like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then I was, like, okay, I'll just do uh, law because it was something that was, like, that's the first thing that came into my mind, like law. Let's just do law because I did do history in school and I really, really loved history. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to do law and see where it takes me. And so I did law and then so I did the first year. I remember walking into the first day and I was like, oh, my Lord, oh, my <laughs> Lord. Literally every seat. And that time, obviously, it wasn't COVID. So like every seat was filled up. And like yeah. there were people sitting on the ground, like the stairs, in car, like in castle and I was like oh nah nah and like and I didn't know about the well I did know about it but I didn't think it was going to be as um, big about the 200 cut mm. Only 200 could get it. and I was like yeah it'll, it'll be fine it'll be fine and then I was like the first day of lecture I was like oh nah nah it's not gonna be fine <laughs> but, yeah and so I did it and I did it for like a I did for a little bit of first semester and then I, it, because it did get it really tiring. Like I felt like, because I didn't know if law was for me. And so I felt like I wasn't putting as much effort into it. And so I was kind of like getting behind on the readings. And for law, you have to do readings. Like if you don't do readings, then I don't know why you go into class. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do readings. And so I was behind on the readings and I was like, you know what? I need, I need to figure this out. Like, I need to figure myself out. And so, I, like, I sat down and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Psychology was my second option, but it wasn't my first. It was my second. I did, I did want to go into it. To be honest, when I first thought about taking psychology, I was like, I, I was actually going to do psychology first and not law. But then I was so worried about me finding a career. A lot of people fear that. A lot of people say that. Oh, you're doing psychology. What are you gonna do? (laughs) And so I was in the mindset of I'm not gonna find anything if I do psychology. But I was so into like I was so passionate about like I was so into that like. But then I was like, no, I can't because I'm not gonna find anything. Yeah, you got put off by that. Yeah, Mm. and like as well, like my family, they're like, no, no psychology, honey. What are you gonna do with it? Like, Mm. where? Like, I think. Back then, psychology wasn't as a big thing. But obviously now it's like mental health is a big thing now because of COVID and everything. Mm. But yeah, and so like, and then I sat down and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to myself. Like, I'm just, because I was just pretty much wasting time. And if I did the whole year, that would be a waste of the whole year. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. So I was like, and, and I did it so quickly. I went to the, I went to the law department. I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm dropping it out. I'm like, I'm <laughs> what a big move. <laughs> exactly. They're like, are you sure about this? And I'm like, yep. And then I'd signed some forms and then I was like, cool. And then went into the psychology department. I was like, I'm doing this degree. Sign me up <laughs> right mm-hmm. now. But obviously it wasn't like that. I had to go through like course, um, course depart, um, course 
um, approval and everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, and so I think it was easier because psychology was my minor. So uh, I was doing a major in law and minor, minoring in psychology. So you were already taking papers in psychology. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then I was just like, okay, I'll just do uh, first year. I, I'll just swap it around. So yeah. And then dropped the paper and I felt so good. Like I felt so good. Like obviously like, like I, I don't know. I just, it felt good to me. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't disappointing myself because I was like, oh, I feel so amazing doing this. Yes. Like I felt, you know, when you feel peace, I felt so peaceful doing this. Good for you. No, that's, that's a really big thing that you did. Yeah. And now you're in your final semester. So look I where know. you are. <laughs> Come on now. And oh. like, I've learned so much with this degree because I thought that, oh, I'm not going to get anywhere with this degree. But to be honest, it's teached me a lot of things about myself, about the society. And I've actually like, yeah, I found myself doing a lot of like volunteering things as well. Mm. And it really, really helped me out. And just for my future, you know, and like, it gives me, because I feel like now it's a big thing. Everyone is doing psychology, but at the end of the day, it's not about what people are doing as well but I felt like now it's much more like everyone is everyone is a big on mental health as well like it's it's actually a thing you know yeah back then I don't know if it was but now it's like I think it's COVID yeah I I agree and as someone who did psychology I also didn't know where I was hitting um I for sure didn't want to be a psychologist and do anything Mm -hmm. clinical Um, oh my god research no 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 I hate research I can't read like like really understand and comprehend like readings yeah oh my god (laughs) some people are readers in 300 papers you don't do that much reading so I'm so glad (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um but then I ended up at a radio station, you know? You yeah. just don't know. You just make use of your degree wherever you are. And it's not really about, like, your degree. It's what the experiences that you do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You volunteer at Life Matters, you know? Yes, that is something very special. Tell, tell me about that. Um, so I did... I, I am. I am volunteering at Life Matters. I've been volunteering since last year. So I decided, like, you know what? I want to, like, try and see all, like try because I do because I'm leaving soon I want to have more experience and learn more so at Life Matters so Life Matters is a suicide prevention center and so I am a peer supporter there so I pretty much we get people that come to us and we pretty much we're not um, professionals um, we're just there just like you know like a friend you know just like, like a friend would talk to her friend or um, his friend and we just pretty much talk to them and um uh, usually I like peer su- there's two of us so there's two peer supporters and one person that would come to us so it's easier that way and yeah so I've been doing it since last year and we and we did um cri- we did a thing called crisis cafe how we worked with the police and we did it till like night hours so we did from 1 um, p.m till 12 p 12 a.m yeah mm, so wow. and we um stayed up and would have like would the police would bring people in they were in crisis so crisis as in like um they try to do do like try to harm themselves or like try to do things to themselves and yeah we'd have them come in and yeah and so it's been really really good like like one of I that's a huge um experience I've gained actually because I just feel like it's uh it's allowed me to actually apply what I'm learning onto everyday life thing like it's so amazing and I meet so many people 
like we get so many like I don't want to call them clients because but they are though but like um we get so many people and you just you just see another world like you know it's different when you learn about it and different when you apply this theory when you actually see them and go through things with them like um supporting people sometimes I just sit there and like I don't know what to say you know you just listen to them and sometimes that's what people need like just just like they just need someone to like distress yeah yeah and so like yeah it's been so good I I I am working there well volunteering yeah volunteering there until I graduate yeah I hope it's gonna be good yeah and volunteering is really good you know like volunteering when you're studying especially when it has something to do with like what you're doing it really helps to um put yourself in the real world and like so that you know what you actually want to do in life exactly like that's so good like and like i don't know it gives me into it gives you like another perspective as well like if you actually want to get into this or like try something else yeah it's really really um interesting Hmm. And what are you hopeful for um, once you graduate? Um, so once I graduate, I do want to um, get a job. But I, yeah, I want to get a job. <laughs> um, and I want to, I was going to try and do clinical, but I was like, no, so it didn't work out I'd like that. But hmm. then I'm going to try and find something for a caseworker, find a caseworker job. Um, so yeah, I'm moving back to Christchurch. So my parents obviously live in Christchurch. So I'm gonna go back there, find a job in caseworker. Hmm. Yeah, let's see what the future holds for me yeah. in psychology. But yeah, at least one of your dreams are um, like, what? Well, at least you've got one of your dreams to leave Dunedin. Yeah, but Dunedin is actually really like I. I think if I leave it, I'll miss it. You'll miss it. Yeah. I'm here. You'll miss me. I miss you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll just be here. But I visit Christchurch uh, a lot as well, so we'll still it's be friends. It's a big city, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, remember when <laughs> we met each other at the Malaysian um, hawker oh place? Yeah, that was so yeah. random. Oh <laughs> so I, yeah. I went on a holiday with my brother and suddenly she went <laughs> Into the door. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) This is exactly where you'd find me, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, like, last year summer, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a while ago. (laughs) It's kind of awkward. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much, Darshini, for sharing that part of you. I think it's a very inspiring story as well, because... I can't imagine there will be students listening to this. Oh they might be doing yeah. law as I well. Feel like, I feel like that's fine. Like, I just feel like if you do drop it out, like, I think it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's not a big I deal. You're huh. yourself as well. And I think like, like, like age doesn't matter as well. Like, yeah, I think because I was super young, so that's fine. Like, I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah. but age doesn't matter. There are people it, who start their life when they're 40 and 50 exactly. and that's totally yeah. fine. And, like, I think if you do what makes you happy, what else matters? Yeah. Obviously, you can have, like, people. And, like, I think, like, coming from, like, a very Asian background, it's, like, very opinionated. Like, no, you can only do this. No, what what other people are going to think about us. Or, like, you know, but it's not what other people are doing. It's what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's, like, I do come, like, obviously, my it's I'm the first person that's doing a psychology degree in my whole family. (laughs) And they were, like, why are you doing that? 
like most of my family members, like my cousins stood up, they did like accounting and like everything else. And I'm like, honey. But then you ask them like, do you enjoy doing that? And they go, no, I'm only there for the money. And this is the thing, I just feel like I don't want to do something like that because I'm not going to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. If I'm just there for like the money, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like I fully want to enjoy like working. Like I want to fully enjoy it. And like psychology is something I fully enjoy doing. Mm, and having like a purpose, you know, like, yeah. oh, this is why I'm doing this, you know? Exactly. Not mm. because, oh yeah, I want my, I, I want to have a lot of money. I mean, <laughs> it's not like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, mm. it's it's very different. Like when I did psychology, it was very, very different to every, everyone else in my family. So I was like, honey, yeah. I'm proof to you. I have a job. Exactly. I'm going to find a job in this yeah good so, for you yeah mm. but I think like even like when I dropped out of law obviously my mum wasn't happy about it you know like but she told me like you know I think at the end of the day it's what you want and not what we want exactly so, that's very good advice mm. yeah like, <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> you mentioned a bit about like growing up like Asian right uh, yeah. let's talk about yeah. that because I do want um to know what it's like coming here when you were like 10 were you 10 when you came here? I was, I was actually 9. Yes. You were 9. Yeah. Um, 2009. I was actually in New Zealand as well. Funny how we didn't meet, you know. <laughs> you one year older than me, so you'd be 10. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. I was 10. Um, and how was that like, you know? Um, so, like, yeah. Mm, it's very, very, very different, obviously, because I was not – I didn't grow up in Malaysia. So obviously you would know you grew up here as well mm-hmm. yeah. and so um it's very different coming here in a very young age um adapting to the western culture and not growing up in um a very asian culture but um so I, when i came here i was nine i was in year five so i was in second year of like homeschool yeah mm-hmm. i was um yeah i learned a lot of things there's obviously pros and cons like there's a lot of pros and cons and it's like oh it's it's not good all the time and it's not bad all the time I think like one of the pros is obviously like there's a lot of opportunities like it's more things are more accessible and everything like that um one of the like not cons but I think it does happen everywhere it's about like I did feel very outcast you'd feel very outcast and like obviously being being Indian, being coloured, you'd feel so like oh, everyone's like, oh, who is she? You know, like why is she here? I remember like because I didn't know how to speak proper English when mm. I came in. Like I I spoke English but not um, fluently, and I couldn't understand the accent because it was very 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 thick, you know. And it was so hard for me to be like, oh, what are you saying? You know. And so I was, it was really hard for me because I wouldn't speak English, and it would be like they'd be like, oh, like I don't want to sit with her, I don't want to do this with her. And so it, you'd make, you would feel very outcast and like all the racist comments and it's something that would not disappear. It's it just went on. So like in high school, it'd be the same, and it's just like an ongoing thing. And so like I feel like because you'd reminded of like even though you live in New Zealand, like obviously like you live overseas, you're never. It, it makes it made me feel like it was never my home. Like mm. Malaysia's always my home. You know, I'm just here. But it would never be my home. But, like, obviously my parents wanted a better future for us. And that's why we're here. And that's true. We do have a good – we have a good future 
here. There's so much. Like, I don't, like, at the age of 17, I don't know I'll, I'll be able to go to uni. Like, it was, like, I wouldn't say it was easy for me, but it wasn't hard for me as well to get into uni, you know? So, yeah. And so, like, I am, like, there's a lot of things I do benefit from and I'm thankful for, honestly, because if, I, yeah, like, I, I really am. Because I know that if I was back in Malaysia, I wouldn't be able to go to uni easily or, like, do the things what I'm doing right now. Exactly. Very easy. Mm. So yeah, and plus there's so much. Um, like, I wouldn't say freedom, but there's so much of like, um, not bad things happen here. You know, like mm. back in Malaysia, it's so bad, like with the girls and stuff. But like yeah. over here, it's like less, less things. So yeah, and so I don't know. Like it's, it's here. It's like it's okay. There's like pros and cons in growing up here and like living here. And like obviously, my mum. Um, she was like, oh, she always reminded us like, we're not, we're not, we're not one of them. You know, we're from Malaysia. We're, we're Indian. We, you have to listen. You, you're going to like pretty much listen to me, you know? And so I was always brought up in the Asian way and like, mm. and so it was, I was never into, I was never brought up the Western way. Like I, my mom always reminded us like, you're not one of them. You can't be doing that. You can't be wearing that and all mm. that thing. <laughs> and so, yeah. So it's very, very, very different. I feel like people just think like, yeah, living overseas is so good. Growing up here, it's amazing. It is, but there's so much things that people don't, they're not aware of as well, which is like, yeah. Because um, I have to tell my cousins that all the time. I'm like, honey, it's not that great. Yeah. But it's, fine. <laughs> it's not playing in the snow every winter. Yeah. It's not like but that. I when I go back to Malaysia, people just assume like this is how the Western society is, but mm. it's completely different. Like they their thought to it is like very very different to what actually happens you know because you're basically growing up in a western country but living as like an asian yeah yeah oh my god yes uh, like i literally would not consider myself even a kiwi to be honest like i still feel very asian like i eat asian food i eat with my hands (laughs) (laughs) like i don't use um but that's what we do you know and that's how i've been brought up by and so um yeah I w- I'm so Asian like I don't know it's yeah it's very and I think like um obviously I had friends that were like Kiwi friends and everything yeah I have friends like that but um it doesn't change anything you know it really doesn't it's still everything is still the same and like like what my mom taught me is what I'm gonna tell my kids as well like obviously I, you've been brought up here but you're not one of them you know and I don't know, like, it it reminded me of, like, where's my root? Like, where am I actually from, you know? And, mm. yeah. And, like, going back to Malaysia makes me so happy. Like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't live there. Well, I would, there was a time in my life where I was like, I'm going to live in Malaysia because I actually wanted to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to live there and see how, because I've always, because I grew up here, I wanted to actually leave and go back home and see how it is there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you're a girl and your yeah. parents like, nah. Nah. Mm-mm. it's different yeah yeah also the freedom of uh, opinions and freedom to do mm-hmm. the things you want and it's like it's not it's easy not. <laughs> it's not, yeah. yeah and i think one more thing it's a con is like when you don't have your family members around with you like your cousin and your grandparents and everything i think that's kind of um it's very sad because like everyone else you see one else around you growing up with your cousins and like their cousins their grandparents and like you don't have that and so what we have is like family friends and stuff like that 
but never your cousins and you miss out on so much of that on family events and it's it's like i want to be there but i can't because you just can't it's like you can't always like flight tickets are not cheap honey (laughs) we don't have that privilege (laughs) exactly we're not rich Mm. but yeah and so like when you miss out on those things i think that's one thing that i really um I would not want, like, if I had kids, I wouldn't want my kids to grow up like that. Like, I would want my kids to have, like, their cousins and their grandparents around them. Yeah. So it'd be easier for them. Yeah. Because yeah. you'd be like, oh, my God. Like, I had my friends be like, oh, yeah, I'm going with my nana. And I'd be like, yeah, my nana's, like, not here, so it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. That I see that you've put a lot of thought in that, you know, Having the... I know my friends and I always talk about it as well. So it's like, it's like something that we, it's our daily discussion of like, this is not happening, this is not happening. But mm. yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like, because most of my friends, oh, they're Asian as well. So um, most of my friends are Asian. So we can relate so much. And they live here, like, they grew up here as well. And they would, like, you know, um, agree with me on most of the things I say as well. So. And yeah. that makes us feel good, right? Knowing that, you know, yeah. we're experiencing the same way as other people are. And exactly. like, like yeah. the things that your mom, um, the, the parent thing that you had growing up, it could yeah. be the same thing as what our other Asian friends experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Being third like, culture kids, it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there will, there must have been times when um, you didn't understand why your parents are treating you but like that it's been like i was younger like i i think when i when i got to a certain stage and i think uni like um it does um mature you and like volunteering and like getting those experience and working really like um enhances your like your view on a lot of things and so like when when i was young i was like oh my god no like why why are you doing this to me like well, obviously you're gonna be like don't do that to me or like why do i have to do this why do i have to do that but when as i grow up as I see things and everything like that, I understand why my mom did that to me then. Yeah. Like, so, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, and like, when I was growing up, I never had a phone or anything. You know, I only got a phone when I was in year 12. Wow. That's when I was 16. And I'm like, out here, my sister has a, like, my sister has a phone now, but I think it's because society has changed. Yeah. But like, yeah, having a phone at a young age is not a, I never got that. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. A lot has changed. Mm. Wow. But I think over time, you just become, you just learn a lot of things. Eh? And you yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. And when you hear about like the life experiences of other people, that's when yeah. you kind of like compare like, wow, you know. Like, wow. Like, they, like they've gone through a lot. Yeah. There's so much to be grateful for. Yeah, like, mm. honestly, like, everything I have in my life, I never want to feel ungrateful for it. I think that's why I don't, I hate when, like, I'm ungrateful. I always want to feel I am grateful. Even if the little things, I swear, the little things matter the most as well. Yeah. I love little it's things. It's the ones that we could miss, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the little thing always, um, yeah, it's always the little things. Mm. I always do that, like, if I finish a report, I'm like, I'm going to celebrate the little things. That yes! <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, i could yeah. tell yeah. <laughs> uh, like once i finish a quiz i'm like yep let's go give bubble tea let's do that <laughs> yeah that's me every day now with wordle <laughs> i've been doing that every day <laughs> oh my god i've seen people post about wordle yeah well. you should do it um 
what is it? Is it like it's like a it's like a it's not a crossword puzzle. It's like a um it's like you have to guess the five letter word every day. Oh, um, okay. So yeah. uh, if you got like one of the words one of the letters correctly, it becomes green. Or if it's in a wrong position, it becomes yellow. So you're just trying hard to think about like words. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely improving my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I wish we had more time to talk about other things, but um, that was a lot. You know, you shared so much about your um, psychology degree, all, all the career changes, and growing up Asian in a Kiwi world. I think that's a really important thing people should learn about. Thank you so much, <laughs> Darshini. Thank you for having me. Mm. You're amazing at this. <laughs> no, you are. It's your story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish you all the best for your final semester, and I'm sure I'll be there during your graduation. Because yeah, you know, I wish myself all yeah. the best as well. Like I need to graduate. <laughs> It'll be such a miracle when you graduate. Yes, yeah. Honestly, a miracle. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Mm. Um, thank you for having me. Thank honestly. you. Um, it's a privilege to be on your show. Like I feel so privileged that you're doing this. Like mm. I feel finally done. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel so privileged. Thank you so much. Mm. Um, thank you. Thank you. That is the end of our episode of The Arenality today. I hope you learned a lot about Darshini's story and how she changed her degree from law to psychology. Growing up as an Indian Malaysian in New Zealand and her hopes and dreams for the future. If anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arinaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arinality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.